Welcome to training from Scott Ross Online. Scott Ross is a highly sought after and internationally acclaimed personal development and leadership coach who speaks to more than 50,000 people a year. The same strategies he's taught top executives are available to you through programs like this one. We encourage you to take notes and listen to this audio multiple times for maximum results. And now, here's Scott. Welcome, everybody, to the Scott Ross Leadership Podcast. So excited for you to be here. This is episode number 100. Unbelievable that we've been here for 100 episodes, and we thank those of you who've been here with us the entire time. I am really excited about today's episode. We've got a very special guest. I'm going to get to him in just one moment. And then after he is done, I've got a few final thoughts that I think you will find very valuable. Quick housekeeping. You can get to our show at scottrossonline.com and get to all the archives. One way you can help us is to subscribe to the show. And if you want to be an extra special help, a VIP, we would ask for you to rate the show and review it on whatever your favorite podcast application is. It's the way that iTunes promotes it to the rest of the world. The shows that get the most positive reviews get promoted. So if you could rate and review the show, it would be a huge, huge help. With that said, I want to turn now to our very special guest. So like I said, guys, I'm really excited about today's episode. We've got an amazing guest speaker today. His name is Damian Horn, and Damian is a very inspirational story. Uh, born in Hickory, North Carolina, one of 12 siblings. I mean, my goodness, I don't think I would have you know, survived four other siblings. Um, he came from very humble beginnings. I'm going to let him tell his story. But he has gone from being homeless at one point in, in his life to being a very successful person in a lot of different uh, aspects. One, he's a successful musician. He's toured with the Neville Brothers, Hank Williams Jr., Dwight Yoakam, Keith Urban, Kid Rock, Robert Randolph, John Legend, a bunch of others. He's also landed a role in a major motion picture called Courageous. He has a passion for serving other people. He's taken several trips to the Sudan to help kids in that war-torn region over there. He's also used his music to bless thousands of people, including the U.S. Armed Forces, charities such as the Covenant House and the African Children's Choir. In fact, he's been awarded the Lewis Hine Award for his service to children. He's formed a band called The Farm, or co-formed a band, I should say, called The Farm, and it was signed to Warner Brothers Records. They released their debut album in 2012. One of their initial songs went into the top 20, and today he spends a lot of time speaking in places like the Salvation Army Youth Events and prisons around the country, just inspiring people to transform their lives. And so I'm just really honored to have a guy who has accomplished so much in so little time be with us on the Scott Ross Leadership Podcast. Damien, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for being here. And, you know, just fill us in on anything I might have left out there and maybe tell us a little bit about your personal life. <laughs> Scott, first of all, I just want to say thanks for uh, the opportunity. Uh, I feel like you've, you've hit a lot of the, the things that's been going on. Uh, God has been so good and has blessed me with a lot of opportunities. And uh, my goal is just to try to uh, to do as much as possible, you know, whatever come he brings my way just to be able to be a good steward at it and to use it. And um, so, uh, you know, I, 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 like you said, I, I grew up in Hickory, North Carolina. I'm from a huge family, a blended family of 12 children. So that, you know, that alone already kind of set up, uh, you know, an atmosphere of a lot of like, you know, uh, uh, a different dynamics throughout life. You know, I, I, growing up, I lost two of my older brothers to the streets. And then uh, two of my younger brothers uh, uh, ended up going to prison for 10 plus years apiece, just because of the environment we were living in and the trouble we were getting into at that time. 
And, uh, you know, growing up like that and you kind of constantly seeing those things around you, you kind of start to believe that's your only options in life. And uh, that's kind of where it all began for me in North Carolina, just kind of seeing death and destruction and thinking, okay, well, that's what life has to offer. That's all I could really amount to. Wow. So starting there in those really humble beginnings, you've seen a ton. You've, you've been homeless and you're going to, I'm going to ask you to talk about that in a little bit, but then you've also been in VIP events and on a lot of red carpets and you've been everywhere in between, you know, what would you say are some of the, the key takeaways that you've learned through that giant arc of all those experiences? Uh, for me, it, it's always been my faith, you know, my faith in God and, and trusting in him, you know, because uh, this life can throw you so many kind of curveballs. You, you know, you sometimes the cars that you are dealt are the cars that you have. But like uh, knowing the creator and, and what you're created for, I feel like it's just uh, probably the most important thing you can learn in, in this lifetime. You know, who the designer is and what did he design you for? And, and finding that discovery is has helped me understand, uh, kind of make sense of, life, my life, and, and how I'm supposed to, uh, you know, live it out. Hmm. Now, you, you you spoke a minute ago about the fact that, you know, you you had, and by the way, I, you know, my condolences to the loss of your, your brothers there, but you've been through a lot, and you've seen a lot, and you said there was a there was a time where you could have just said to yourself, I mean, this is it. This is all I've got. Uh, this is my, my lot in life, so to speak. You know, people think that, you know, you're dealt certain cards, and that's it. And then, of course, later on, you said, you know, I, I mentioned that you found yourself homeless. A lot of us, we think our circumstances circumstances are what defines us. We think, well, if I was born into a good home, then I have a good home. If I'm born in a bad home, I got a bad home. If I'm born with a little money, then maybe I can make some money. If I'm not, then I can't. You know, talk about how did you break through and start to see that your circumstances didn't need to define you? And and what would you say to the person who's listening to this right now that maybe they aren't in circumstances they want to be in? You know, do they have the power to change it or not? Uh, they, they do. And I, and I, I believe that power lies in God and what he can do through us. You know, I just was hanging out with, a uh, a guy I've, I've come to know here recently, a huge, uh, a business guy, John Paul DeGiorgio, uh, owner of Paul Mitchell. And he said, uh, something to me that kind of sticks out to me and kind of what I believe about life is just like, you know, life will, it, it will end good. You know, like it, it will end in goodness, especially when you're 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 called according to his purpose and you love God. It's going to end good. And if it's not good now, then it's not the end. You know, and a lot of people feel like, you know, if, if you're in that situation now and things are not the best now, it doesn't mean it has to stay that way. And it's not over, you know, because there's multiple times where I felt that in my life, you know, at a very young age, growing up the way I did and then later being homeless. You know, after I've come out of that situation and going into being homeless and then being homeless actually for a second time, I'm thinking, man, like, this is, you know, is this life, this is what life has for me. And this is the way it gonna, it's going to be. But uh, my mom always would say, you know, uh, sorrow only lasts for a while and joy comes in the morning. So, you know, there's always, as long as you're alive, there's you're one second, one moment, one event, one, you know, one second from your life being turned around. And, and that, that possibility is always there. So if things aren't good now, then it's not the end. Keep, you know, keep fighting. Amen. So you find yourself homeless, and then I got to imagine it was pretty disheartening. You're you're there one time, and you get out of those circumstances, and you're thinking, okay, I, I'm done. And then you find yourself back where you were. Talk about what you did to kind of pull yourself out of the mire. Um. 
Well, it was it was a lot of other people interjecting in my life, you know, uh, throughout my life, even from young, you know, being growing up in the situation I grew up in and, and from the times being homeless. You know, I felt like God always placed people in my life at the right moment and the right time. At those moments where I felt like, man, like, I don't think I can take another thing. The right person would be there for a word of encouragement or, or a break would happen for me where God would send somebody who would help me move to the next part, of, next chapter of this life. So that was instrumental. I know that was instrumental for me, you know, um, and, and those people have been like heroes to me. A lot of them I, I'm still in contact with today. And uh, and I realized, and that's kind of also what gave me the realization of what I ultimately want to do with the gift God has given me. Is like I wanted to be that type of hero for somebody else, which is why I I enjoy and I love being able to do things like this to tell my story and allow people to know, hey, there there is hope on the other side of where you might be right now, and the way you start is not the way you have to finish. Hmm. So one of the things I know you are known for saying is if you inspire others, you're a leader. And that's kind of what you're talking about right now. Yeah. I mean, t- talk, talk a little more about that. Well, for me, it's, it's about uh, sh- my, the mantra I use a lot is, is the word shine. And uh, it kind of came from a, a Marianne Williamson quote. You know, uh, it's been used in movies like Coach Carter and Akila B. Nelson Mandela also used in a speech, kind of paraphrasing, saying it said that our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate, but that we have power. And this power sometimes is a scary thing. And, that, and, and we all have these capabilities and these qualities and gifts and with, inside of us. And some, for whatever reason, whether it be circumstances or whether it be self-doubt and insecurities, we, uh, we shy away from them. But when we, when we walk in that purpose and we live that out, we shine. And when we shine, we liberate other people to do the same thing. Amen. So how would you define leadership? Uh, I, I think one of the biggest key to leadership is learning how to be a servant. You know, I, I think Christ is a huge example of that. It's just uh, leadership is not always necessarily about taking the reins and running the show. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's knowing when to do those things. Just the wisdom in knowing when to take the lead and when to be a servant. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. It sounds like you've listened to this podcast many times. <laughs> um, you know, uh, we talk a lot here on this, uh, you know, you guys who are listening to the podcast right now, you know that we talk about this idea of being a 360 degree leader and being able to, to lead from wherever you are because you can always serve and add value. I mean, Damien, you know, talk about that idea that no matter where you find yourself, I mean, you could be at the, the lowest rung of the totem pole, so to speak, all the way up to the CEO. I mean, what are your your thoughts on the ability to be an influencer and a leader wherever you may find yourself in your organization? Well, it, I, I don't think, you know, the, the, the necessarily the titles of what is what describes a person, what is the ultimate like uh, uh, adjective or descriptive description of the person. I think the character of a person is, you know, even you, you can look through biblical stories like Joseph where, you know, he was faithful in this and God gave him more and he became a steward of this and then God gave him more. And, and, and the Bible always says, it says, you know, like anything you do, whatever you do, it do as unto the Lord, whether you're, that's whether you're, you know, sweeping floors or, you know, cleaning toilets or you're a CEO of a Fortune 500 company, you know what I'm saying? It, it, whatever you're doing, it do it as unto the Lord. And I believe God uh, honors that and blesses that when you, when you're a good steward of where you are. And then and that's how you become elevated. He elevates you. Yeah. Amen. So, 
You know, one thing that some of us may be thinking, you know, you're listening to this and we're thinking, man, this guy Damien is so inspiring because, my gosh, homeless, child of 12, you know, brother of 12 siblings, you know, he's come from the streets a little bit. I mean, maybe I don't have that kind of inspirational story. Maybe, you know, my background isn't that big a deal. I mean, how could somebody who maybe doesn't feel like they've got a real significant negative in their background, how can they still be somebody who inspires other people? Well, I, 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 I'm glad you asked that question because I, I actually do ministry with a young lady by the name of Christina O'Connor, and her, her story is very similar to kind of what you're saying. She grew up with both her parents, you know, uh, Christian home, you know, no really huge tragedies in her life. But I believe that's in a testament, too. And I believe, like, each person is here designed to, to touch a certain group of people. There's people out there who can't relate to my story, who haven't been through those kind of things, you know. But it doesn't make their story any less important. And those people need to tell their stories about you know, God's sustaining power and about how uh, you can continue uh, on a great path, you know, when, when you've been given these opportunities and just being a good steward. Though, every one of those stories is just as important in my opinion. You know, I just believe that my story is, is, is necessary for those who I'm supposed to reach. So somebody of your capability and, you know, your accomplishment level, and then with that, the obstacles you've overcome, I mean, what stands out to me is that, Damon, you couldn't be who you are without a world-class mindset, without a world-class mentality to continually overcome the next obstacle and continually look for more opportunity to not just be satisfied uh, on right. resting on your laurels. So, you know, take us inside your your thinking and, and the way that you approach life. I mean, w- what can we learn from, you know, the way you see things and the way you process information that's given you this ability to have so much success? Um, I, you know, like I said, I have, um, actually I have two tattoos on my arm and uh, the first tattoo is kind of on the upper shoulder. It's Mark 12, 30 through 31. And, and, and it's basically, you love the Lord, your God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength. And the second is like, this, love your neighbor as yourself. So I always take that into consideration with everything that I do. I, I, I try to keep the focus on others and not myself and everything that I approach is I try to approach it from the basis of what God would want me to do and how I can be a service to others. And, and it's crazy how there's a book that I, I really love called The Go-Giver that uh, it, it kind of talks about that principle of like when you, when you continue to focus on others and not so much yourself, even the things that you need and desire uh, can come, come from that. You know? and, and so it's, it's a lot more of a lifestyle that's selfless as opposed to like, kind of thinking, okay, I want to do this and I want to, because when I was growing up, that was kind of my, my, my mindset. You know, I was like, well, I want to, you know, be a musician. I want, you know, awards. I want accolades. I want money. I want those kind of things. And then I just realized through life, you know, and through the circumstances I've been through, how, how much more important it was to, uh, to encourage others. And in the process of doing that, the things that I, you know, wanted in life came about, you know, it says, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, all these things will be added unto you. It's like, so when I kind of got my mind focused on what was the most important thing, which is, which is God and in eternity and his kingdom, all these other things came up, came with that. I stopped chasing those and, and I started chasing God and the rest of those things came. He gave me all those things, those desires of my heart. So that's what I would say to people. I would say, you know, get in contact with the, the grand design and get in contact with God, you know, and, and figure out who he is and what he's caused you to do. And when you do that, I, 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 you can't find a more satisfying life. So I have to ask, what's the other tattoo? 
And the, the okay, so the first one talks, yeah, exactly. So the first one talks about, you know, loving the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and then love your neighbor as yourself. Well, the key words in a lot of that is love. Love is such a strong word, but we, I feel like a lot of times in society we throw it around, we don't really understand the meaning. So the second tattoo, which is right below it, is 1 Corinthians 13, 4, and, and it goes to 4 to 8. Love is patient, love is kind. Not envy, it doesn't boast. And so it's the love chapter where it talk, you know, it describes to me what love is, what I believe love to be and what God's word said love is. So when I'm reminded, like, so when I'm confused about how I'm treating somebody or or the way I'm acting towards somebody, if I'm being boastful, if I'm being envious, then I'm not acting out of love. And so lo love is always kind of the, the parameter of what I want to be, uh, you know, I want to steer my ship. Yeah, I love it. I mean, you know, what I love about that is that, you know, a lot of times we quote that 1 Corinthians 13 at places like weddings, you know, that's where it's right, really common. Right. And what's what's really interesting is that in context, Paul's talking to a bunch of people who don't get along <laughs> inside right, a church. Right, right, and so, right. you know, it's really how do we interact with our brothers and sisters right. of all kinds? You know, it's not, it's not about romantic love per se. It's right. about true agape love reaching out to the person to your left and to your right. So absolutely. Yeah, I love it. And by the way, guys, I'll be posting in the show notes uh, links to that Go-Giver book he just mentioned, as well as uh, links so you can go look up those scripture passages for yourself. So uh, if you're driving and you can't write that down, don't worry. We'll put it in the show notes page under scottrossonline.com slash 100. So a uh, couple other things really quick, Damien. I'm, I'm just curious, you know. I think the next generation is so important. And when we look at our nation right now, I know that a lot of people on every side is there. We're lamenting where we found ourselves. And so how can we inspire young people to lead, even though they may be young? Right. Well, I mean, everything, everything I kind of always go back to God's word. It says, let no man look down on you because you're young, you know, youth. I mean, you think about uh, all the a lot of amazing things that happened during biblical times, you know, with David defeating Goliath and Josiah being a, a super young king. You know, it's like, you know, God uses that, you know what I'm saying? So you, there's no, I don't think there's any age limit, young or old, on what God can do through somebody. It's just about a matter of being available and, and a want and a desire to do those things. So, you know, like, even though I'm, I'm, I'm leaving out of my, my younger years, you know, as I get into the olders, I, I tend to focus on that now for myself. I was like, you know what? I, you know, Moses was about 80 years old when he led the people out of Egypt, you know, so there's, you know, still more to be done. So on, on both ends of the spectrum, you know, from young to old, as long as you're willing and you're alive and, and you have the desire to do it, and there's something to be done. Absolutely. Absolutely. Who are some of the leaders you've most looked up to that have really inspired you? Uh, I mean, my my number one has has been my mom. My mom, you know, she was a single mother raising uh, children. Uh, to this day, can't read or write, but found a way to get jobs and put food on the on the table. And always was uh was really instrumental on, on me finding God at a young age. Just always, uh, just such a wise woman and 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 a strong woman. And so she she's been a huge. But I can I can list zillions of people, you know, like, you know, uh, Major Pete Costas and Bill Mockaby, guys who came in my life throughout my life uh, when I had, I don't, my father wasn't around and were like father figures to me. And then the Jerry Sorrows and the Cheryl Lattermilks, these are people from the Boys and Girls Club who, who didn't give up on me when I was beating other kids with pool sticks. But, you know, you know, I had to, you know, pay the consequences for that, but never wrote me off as just a bad kid that, you know, couldn't get itself together. You know, always continue to encourage and, and give me second and third and fourth chances. So 
and uh, and then to all the way to the Eric Blunts from when I was homeless in California, uh, a, a guy who just offered me a job at one of my lowest times in my life, you know, and he didn't know anything about me. So I there, I can name names for days about people who have been like heroes and inspirations to me. Wow. So any last final thoughts? I mean, give us something that uh, you would think we could take away and just apply today to, um, you know, raise our leadership lid and make an impact. Uh, start where you are. You know, there's I, I, I believe like, uh, you know, I one of the misconceptions I kind of had early on is like, man, if I had a million dollars, I would do this for the world. Well, you know, you don't need a million dollars to do anything really you know those things can come but you can always start exactly where you are you know at the moment I, I knew I wanted to do something to help other people so God has given me talent he has given me resources he's given me access to other people's resources you know and 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 I believe God's given each person their their own lot their own talent their own gift their own abilities and so whatever you have whatever it is in your hand use it for others use it for those things and that's and that's how you that's that's leadership in my opinion. You know, you you lead through example. You know, it's, it's beyond just talking, and it's about starting where you're at. You know, and and then those things you become elevated. You get promoted from being a good steward of what you have. Terrific. So, uh, Damien, how can we connect with you and just stay in touch with you and uh, you know support you and everything you're doing? Uh, absolutely. All my social medias are under my name, Damien Horn, D-A-M-I-E-N-H-O-R-N-E. I'm on Twitter, Instagram. I have my website is DamienHorn.com. And I also have an a, a inspirational blog page called Inspire, I mean, called Encourage, Inspire, Motivate, uh, com. And it's just a landing page of good news. You know, I always look around in the news and I see so much bad news. I, I actually don't watch the news that much. And I was like, because I just see so much negative stuff highlighted. So I just wanted a landing page where people can go and uh, see positive things that are happening in the world. And if you're doing something positive, you know, reach out to me and, and I'll upload it on there. You know, I just, I'm just i about spreading the good news, you know, God's good news and the good news of what's uh, taking place in this world. Terrific. Well, guys, we'll post that all also on the show notes. We'll put the links to all of his social media as well as both of his websites. You'll be able to get to that easily. Damien, it's been a real honor. Thank you so much for being on the Scott Ross Leadership Podcast. God bless you, brother. God bless you. Thank you too, Scott. What an inspirational story Damien is, and he's just a walking, living, breathing example of something we've talked about a lot on this podcast, and that is that we are not defined by our circumstances. The formula for success is not E equals O. Most people think that it is E equals O, E standing for events and O standing for outcome. Most people think that the event determines the outcome. Well, I was born into poverty, therefore I'm going to be poor. I spilt coffee on my shirt this morning, therefore I am having a bad day. I got cut off in traffic, therefore things are not going my way. I got fired, therefore I am lost and without any financial recourse. Most people think that the event is the outcome, but that is not the formula of success. It is E plus R equals Oh, the event plus your response to the event creates your outcome. The most important factor in your life and in your destiny is how you interpret 
external events to yourself. This is what it all comes down to. We're all taking external events and we're processing them. And we're either processing them in a way that is healthy and in a way that is going to serve us, or we're processing those events in a way that is unhealthy and is going to sabotage us. The wind blows on every ship just the same. What causes some ships to go north and some ships to go south is the setting of the sail. I will just ask you, how are you setting your sail right now? How are you responding to the events in your life right now? Are you letting the event define you? Or are you going to be defined by your response to that event that is going to be courageous and inspirational and visionary and overcoming? I would suggest that we just start getting in this habit of every event that takes place. We stop looking at the event as the thing that's happening and we start saying, okay, what's my response going to be? You know, every time something negative happens to me, I just have a default mechanism where I start reminding myself that I'm just being tested in this situation. And I just start saying to myself, I'm going to pass. Cool. I'm being tested a little bit. No problem. I'm going to pass this test. Let me show you how well I'm going to pass. Let me show you how I'm going to pass this test with flying colors. Respond to the events in a healthy way. Damien could have multiple times in his life just checked out and nobody would have thought anything worse about it. Oh, you're a kid from the wrong side of the tracks, and you stayed on the wrong side of the tracks? Typical. That's what I expected. Oh, you were homeless, and so you just threw in the towel and stayed that way? Yep, that's just the way it goes. Sucks. He didn't do that. He fought through. He had an overcomer's mindset. Like he said, he looked to his creator. He knew his creator had a purpose for him. He just leaned into that. He walked by faith and not by sight. And the rest, as they say, is history. I want you to get the victory in your life in a big way. And this is really the essence of everything. You've got to start making your response to your circumstances what defines you. Stop letting your circumstances define you. Cause your responses that are positive to be what defines you. And we're going to be celebrating you just like we've celebrated Damien on this call today. So, guys, thanks so much for being a part of this. We'll put all of this in the show notes. Go to scottrossonline.com slash 100, the number 100, just 100, scottrossonline.com slash 100. Follow us on social media. And again, if you want to help us out in a huge way, please rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Until next time, guys. God bless you. Keep raising your lid. Bye-bye. We hope you have enjoyed this audio program. For more resources to further your development as a world-class leader and for success strategies and tactics in all areas of your life, please visit scottrossonline.com. And be sure to connect with Scott on Facebook and Twitter using the ID at scottrossonline.com. 